finish the pod, I uh, just wanted to give you a brief summary of what we're going to talk about today. So essentially, we start off by talking about Grok One, which is Elon's and Twitter slash XAI's uh, new AI model, essentially. It's their new sarcastic AI model. And we get into that and the jokes AI model. And then I talk about my life and how things are going and a new venture that I'm working on. And then at the very end, I go over some like solid life advice that has helped me and hopefully will help some other people. And I think that's pretty important to listen to. Um, we're going to tune in my own horn, but no, if you can make it to that or even skip ahead, definitely listen to that. It's important. So yeah, hope you enjoy the pod. Uh, it's a solid one and it's not too long. So enjoy. What's up? What's up, everyone? How's it going? Happy November. It is freezing cold outside and also in my shed. I I can't turn the heater on while I'm recording this podcast because I don't want to have some background noise. You'll probably edit it out, but you know, we want the authentic experience. Also, I do all these podcasts in my shed. Sorry, which I turned into a tiny or a tiny home. I felt like a lumberjack cutting all this wood. But I call it my little Nordic shed and I really enjoy it. It's small as heck, but it's awesome. It's a nice little extra place to do some work. And if you notice my picture for this podcast, that's basically what the shit looks like or the tiny home. Anyways, a lot has happened. Like I know it's been a while since I've done the last podcast and that's because so much has gone on. Honestly, like I feel like I should just make the pods like once a month, but I'm going to at least try to do twice a month. Yeah, I'm going to try to do twice a month, be the most ideal because there's just so much going on. Like it's weird. Like once you start something like a business or start something like you actually get into it, so many more doors just open up and that's kind of what's been happening as of recent. But if this is your first time here in the podcast, welcome. Go listen to episode one. But if you don't want to do that, a little intro on me is Jacob. And as we said before on this, I started an AI automation agency that has spiraled into a whole bunch of other things. I figured out a name for the agency, workflowpilot.ai. So I actually got the domain, which is, come on, that's a great name, Workflow Pilot. Unreal. Like we're automating people's workflows. So on autopilot, got them. And uh, yeah, that domain wasn't even that much. It was like 80 bucks for the year. So, um, so a lot's happened, but before I get to that, I just want to, you know, share some break, somewhat breaking news that just happened over two days ago. This came out. Um, so not so much breaking, but for most people, this is pretty new. Elon, our, our buddy, Elon, Elon Musk, he is the owner of Twitter, which is now called XX dot com or xai and he actually released their own large language model llm so ChatGPT is based off of gpt 3.5 and gpt 4 that's the technology behind it and those are called large language models so there's a whole bunch of these models out it's not just ChatGPT. like there's facebook has their own called llama llama 2 claude is just i, th I think anthropic is the one who owns claude don't quote me on that. I should really know that. Anyways, there's a big battle going on and I'll tell you why this is important. So Elon just released Grok. Grok 1 is what it's called. And basically the biggest difference that I'm seeing is, first of all, it performs just a little bit better than ChatGPT uh, 3.5. So if you don't pay for a ChatGPT account, you're using, chat, you're using GPT 3.5. That's just the free, what you get with the free account. Excuse me. And this performs a bit better than that. So that's, that's big. 
and you don't have to pay for grok yet i believe i don't think you pay for it at all it's just it's it's open to the states right now and you can sign up i'm sure you could use a vpn to get it in canada anyways uh the big difference is that grok one of course elon would focus on this it's no understand sarcasm really well and humor so ChatGPT, or at least yeah, both free and paid version oh my god so vanilla like like I love jokes. You cannot come up with good jokes with ChatGPT for the life of you. There's been no real model where you can actually come up with jokes very well. They're super dialed down and there there's no vulgarity at all. And like it just doesn't want to risk it. You know, like it it's gonna be the, the most kiddish jokes ever. Meanwhile, of course, Elon was like, ah, you know, uh, let's do this in a better this is in a different way. Grok one has like full on sarcasm. It is full sarcasm. It will swear, like it will throw F-bombs out. Um, it's not afraid to be vulgar. And so like they did an example and it was like, someone was asking Grok basically, Hey, how do I, how do I make cocaine? Like, how do I make that in the lab? And Grok is like, okay, well, here's the steps to make cocaine. And it said, step one, get a degree in bio engineering or whatever chemistry uh, step two do this get a lab step three mix this together and try not to explode and die just joking do not make cocaine like that is a stupid idea and you'll probably die and it's illegal and like that's basically what it said it said it better than that to be honest i'm just, I'm just trying to remember but anyways it was like not afraid to talk about this stuff whereas ChatGPT or gpt4 if i were to put it in right now it'd be like Sorry, I can't help you with that. Please don't do that. And that would just, that's all I would say. So I actually really enjoy that Grok has some humor and sarcasm. And I think that's going to be the main difference. And it also is, it has, it's able to fetch live data from Twitter. So it's able to be like, Twitter is like, I want to say Twitter, probably not the best data set to train a model on because there's just so many bots and so much like junk, whoa, junk that comes out there. There's a lot of junk on there, like people with gibberish, like speaking gibberish, blah, blah, blah. Like you need to train a good model. You need to have like really good sorted information. And, and yeah, like so ChatGPT and GPT-305, GPT-4, like they were trained on like someone had to, they used an AI, AI plus engineers to like sort through all this data and make sure they only got the good stuff. Not people spamming like weird words and weird stuff on Twitter. So Twitter, they must have, also sorted through it to get good data and then i don't know they they yeah trained it to be sarcastic and funny as well which is nice but you can yeah i think you can like use a web command to like search for something and it will like scour it was trained on twitter so it will like yeah i can scour twitter with an instant and like come back with information i think it's gonna be interesting to see how that works with the news because honestly the news is the quickest to break on twitter even though there's a lot of false news on twitter I think it'll be interesting to see. Like, I think that might be the best way to get breaking news possible. 70 billion. I think it was trained on 70 billion data points. Yeah, I think 70 billion data points. And out of all the other models that were trained on 70 billion data points, this does perform the best, which is great. GPT-4 was, I don't know how much it was trained on, but it was, it was trained on a significantly amount more than 70 billion data points. So you can see that Grok 1 is actually one of the most efficient models. And then lastly, another thing that's going to impact people a lot, impact the AI space a lot, is that now that Elon, who 
you've probably we've probably seen he's done some like real rash or aggressive things sometimes. Uh, now that he's going full into this, I bet you, and I don't know if this is for good or bad, AI is going to accelerate really fast. You're going to see GP, you're going to see ChatGPT has been, sorry, OpenAI has been like hold, pulling the brakes, or at least to the public's knowledge, has been pulling the brakes on expanding their models and making them like significantly better. They've just been more focused on like the use cases for their models. But I think now that Elon's going hard on this, I have a feeling within the next year, you're going to see OpenAI come out with a new model or something like that because the they're going to fear that competition and that company is based off of how good their models are. And so I don't know if that'll be good. I don't know how close we are to AGI. They will. There will be so many like like we said, like many people say, like I think like 80, 90 percent of what comes out of AI is all going to be amazing. It's going to you know solve a million things. But obviously, yeah, there could be bad actors who use it too, right? So we want to be careful with how fast we're progressing things. Okay. So that was basically my news on Grok AI that I just kind of came up with in my head. Well, like, hey, cut that. Okay. So anyways, that's, uh, that's, that's the news on Grok AI. Next, let's talk about what's been going on in my, in my life with AI and automation. Like there's been a lot. So basically, yeah, like I said, I, f I figured out a name for my company called it Workflow Pilot AI. I really like that name. I don't know exactly where we left off because I, I think we left off on that. I was, yeah, like I had meetings with this big gym chain and I know we talked about the recruitment company. Those were probably the two main things. So update on the recruitment company. I've made an awesome automation for them. What we talked about before. I, I've automated their screening process for, for hiring and everything for the recruitment company for sorting, sorting through resumes and everything like that. It's awesome. It works so well. And the only problem is GPT-4, which is the AI behind it, costs an insane amount. And I think we talked about that. And honestly, yeah, like November, oh, that is the AI conference. I thought tomorrow. I don't remember. OpenAI is holding their AI co developer conference. I think tomorrow. That's actually November 6th is what I'm stating as I'm looking it up. Because it's... November 6th. Yeah. So the developer conference is tomorrow, which I'm definitely going to be attending online. That's going to be really important because one, they're going to make they they hopefully will bring prices down for GPT-4, which I'm very much hoping. Another thing they're going to do is the main thing they're going to do is they're going to make, I don't know if we talked about this last time. I think we, yeah, we did. We did. So chat GPT vision. I still think it's awesome. You can take a picture of anything in your world and you can ask open AI, like how to do something with that. Like Take a picture of your furnace, but like, what age is this? And how do I open it up? And how do I relight the flame? Whatever. And it will tell you, open that lever, do it. It's amazing. It's like ChatGPT can see now. It's fantastic. They're going to make that available as an, as an API. So right now you can only do that within ChatGPT. And as of probably tomorrow, they're going to release an API that allows like you to integrate that with other programs and automations. And it's, that's amazing. I'm so excited for what people are going to do with that. And I'm excited for what I'm going to do with it as well. But now you can like, let's just say you're making a robot now. Let's just say we were just building a robot before. I think there was, there was, you couldn't really like, you know, the robot can't really see things. It can have a camera, but it won't understand what it's seeing. And all this stuff for really custom stuff. But now you can technically have a robot that can literally understand what it's seeing, which is super cool. I'm super excited for robotics. Nerding out over here. 
Anyways, that's just one little example of what's going to happen. The robot can speak with 11 labs and GPT-4, like it just text-to-speech, basically. And there's amazing voices now that you can get, like, imitate a human voice really well. And now the a robot can see, which is crazy. There's going to be some crazy stuff in robotics coming up. Anyways, excited for that. And uh, we'll see how that goes with automation. I feel like there's going to be a lot of automations that can happen with this API now that you can see and recognize things. Okay, so that, yeah, sorry, with the recruitment companies, though, yeah, it, it's too expensive right now. Like, they're not going to sign on with me yet. If the prices come down on the 6th, then I get a good amount, then I can definitely go, I'm going to go back to be like, hey, price have come down, we're good to go. Because they were ready, it was just the price that was an issue. And I get that, I totally understand. It was awesome practice for me, too, to develop those automations. And, I mean, it's an awesome tool that I made. So for screening resumes for any HR, I should really be pumping that more. Next is the gyms gyms are going okay a huge gym chain like i said billion dollar cup billions of dollar like market cap company tough to get you know tough to get things done quickly because it's such a big company but there are things that we figured out that i could automate the only thing is with the gym it's so big the software they use is so custom like it's like it's so custom and i have to get approvals and then custom company has to like Okay, you can use this part of it. We'll give you access to this. It's just, it's a pain in my butt. So that's still, stuff's still going on there. It's just going really slow. Like I said before, I have to target mid-sized companies. So like, you know, companies making a million a year to million to maybe a hundred million in a year. Those kind of companies. They they sound big, but those are mid-sized companies. And so the next thing is, this is the biggest thing that I'm working on right now. I basically, I've partnered with Cave Mines, cavemines.com. You can go check it out, cavemines.com. And essentially what is going on, like I, I partnered with, with a guy named Benson. He's awesome. And what it is, is like, what I've been doing is I've been doing workflow automation solely. So like, I'll go to a company, I'll say, I'll automate a couple of things for you. And then you just pay me a monthly fee. That's what I've been doing. What Benson's vision is for Cavevines and what I really love, and I'm totally on board for this, and we're working hard on this, is that he sees it as there should be a community for founders. Like there should be a private community like Hampton or gosh, YPO, but basically there should be a private community for founders who want to integrate AI into their company. And I'm not just talking about typical AI. Like I'm talking about the main parts are educating the founders on AI, creating, putting tools, like putting AI tools into their workflow, not on the automation side of things for that, but just literally using different AI tools instead of their typical tools that they're using to uh, be more productive. And then going after then for the company and creating the team with AI tools, educating the team on AI tools, educating everyone on AI the whole company-wide, basically, AI education for the whole company. All AI education and replacing all their tools with AI tools to increase efficiency. And that's a big thing we're focusing on. So the AI education part of it, the AI tool integration, and then obviously the AI automation that I've been doing, the workflow automation. So you're going to, like these companies that join, they're basically part of a community. So they can all talk to another, uh, or do conferences, webinars, masterclasses, all this stuff, uh, AI audits, 12 month roadmaps, like 
full on AI and automation integration into companies. Because the thing is, there's a lot of companies and I think it's like 80% of companies really want to integrate AI into their company, right? They have no idea how. And they're like, oh, do I go and do I pay like a AI engineer, like a $300,000 salary to custom make stuff for me? This is like the solution to that. You don't have any, even if you do that, you still have to understand, like you still have to direct that guy engineer or whatever on what to do, like what you want. And some people don't even know what they want for their company. So this bridges that gap where it's like the full suite, like it's a full agency and community for those founders. And we just take care of everything, right? You don't have to do, take it. We can do a package where we like outline everything they should go and do, and then they can go and do it. But for most people, it's like, we'll outline everything that needs to be done. And then we'll also do it. And very exciting. And we've been working so hard on that these past like month, basically, and starting with some beta company shortly, but no, that's really exciting. And that's where I'm putting most of my energy right now. Essentially, essentially, yeah, essentially like I'm not really taking on new animation clients right now. If I do, I'm kind of just going to put them through this, through our cave mines, through the program. And cause it's just, why would I go and, you know, build up my own other agency when I can just, you know, split part of it with, uh, K mines, you know, and we, in, which will have a full team, full systems, and we're putting everything in place. Whereas I was just going to rent companies and being like, oh, it's automated a couple of things. And there wasn't much structure to it. So I think this makes more sense. And this is how I, I envision things as well. And it's much easier working with a team as well than working on your own for sure. So that's super exciting. So there'll be a lot more news on that. As time goes on, we're onboarding beta companies. And yeah, I mean, sure. Like if you, if you, if you have a company that wants to integrate AI, educate your team, educate yourself and have your, all your workflows automated and be super efficient. Like the ROI is there. We make it very clear that the ROI is there. So don't get left behind. Definitely reach out and send me a DM if you're interested in that. Uh, there's probably going to be a wait list and I'm not just trying to be an ass about it. Like there generally will be a wait list. Like it's. It's not, it's not a, this whole company isn't a problem. Like it says, it's more just making sure the implementation is seamless because it's a very, it's a more unique thing rather than just like a marketing agency or something like that. Um, so that's awesome. Very excited for that. Other things that I'm doing right now is that's, that's mainly on, on the automation side. Also, I'm, I'm doing a casino affiliate company. I don't even want to give out the link for that because, you know, there's a lot of stigma with online casinos, but yeah, like there's in Ontario, basically there's been a shift. They just legalized a bunch of online casinos and we're essentially doing an affiliate company, me and another guy who comes to the page, you click on one of the casinos. And then if you want to play at the casino, we just get a percentage of that from the casino pays this percent. So weird niche there. I'm not going to dive too much into that. Doesn't take up a ton of my time. It's being more passive, but that's kind of exciting. And then in real estate, this also has to do with AI automation. I am creating, and I'm fired up for this because I don't know why no one has done it yet. I guess it's still like the tech's new. I'm making an AI assistant for real estate to do all the paperwork for realtors in Ontario. Basically, you just talk to you, say, hey, I want to do listing paperwork. And it will go and fill out all the paperwork and then put it in DocuSign in your drafts ready to send off to your clients. And that's very exciting because I've been, I'm in real estate, right? And I see the direct benefit from that and everything an assistant can do, like a digital assistant could do, this can do basically, it can do paperwork, it can plan social posts, it can recommend clauses with disclaimers, with disclaimers, 
and they can do a lot, but the, just doing paperwork like instantly is super rewarding. You just have to give the information once to the chat bot and it does all your paperwork. It's, oh yeah, that's, that, that's exciting. So that's what got going on there as well. Ah, okay. Yeah. What I realized, and this is, I think an important lesson, maybe this is because I'm growing up 26 now, birthday was two months ago. Honestly, if you're, if you're, if you're just like sitting on the sidelines right now and you're thinking of starting a business or you're in a job that you don't necessarily like, and you're just kind of generally unhappy, I think you really just have to start doing stuff. Like, you're like, well, Jacob, what do I do? Literally anything. Like this is little AI wisdom, Jacob, right here. Go on ChatGPT, type in this prompt, be like, Hey, I'm unhappy with my life right now. I don't like my job or I mean, if this applies to you or, you know, like I can't figure out a nice business idea to do, or I can't figure out my passion. I would go on chat to be and I would say, Hey, um, well you say what I just said, but also be like, can you just give me one thing to do that's spontaneous once per day? Describe your, oh my God, gassy. Sorry. <laughs> Describe your situation. Be like. I am Bob from Toronto, Ontario, and I, and yeah, like I, I, this is my situation. I'm happy with this. I do this, whatever. Explain it to ChatGPT and then say, yeah, give me one spontaneous thing a day. Also go and get ChatGPT Pro right now because it's so worth it. It's much, it's miles ahead of the free version. Anyways, say that, put that in the prompt and then ChatGPT will give you one like spontaneous, very random thing to do a day. And that's going to shake up your life. It's going to make your days go by. No, it's going to make your weeks feel a little bit longer, but in a good way, because the more variety you have in a day, the longer it feels, the longer things feel. So you're not going to feel like you're freaking aging at a mile a minute. Like if you're just in a mundane job and you're doing the same thing every day, life is going to go by fast. Okay. So I think that could be the start of getting you out of your rut. I think go check out four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss, also fantastic. But what I've learned from this, and that's been a big, big impact on me. Once I started doing the AI animation stuff, that was pretty much like a lot of my passion. I'm into tech. I've always wanted to do something like this. So it feels really nice to be able to do it. But there was so much like analysis by paralysis, like paralysis by analysis. Sorry. I was just, I was waiting on the sidelines for like a year and a half, just like really trying to figure out the right thing for me to do. The whole thing is you just got to do something and then things start lining up. Uh, you know, it gets better than it's, it's worse. Like just making a document and just planning out all the things you can do for a year. Like when you should just do something. And honestly, like just diving head deep, head first into this AI automation stuff has really impacted me a lot. It's opened up so many doors. Like I just, I used to think that. I don't know there's other podcasts I listen to and there's like, there's definitely people who are doing like really, really well, who always looked at like way above me, but I'm like, from this, I realized, damn, you know, we're all just human. We all like, there's no one that's really above you. Like you might think that like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, they're in a whole nother like freaking category, which I mean, they are in some ways they're like, they're pretty crazy. Not gonna lie. Like they're, they're very intense, but I think that. If you were to meet them, you're like, huh, not that different for me. And I'm not saying this in a narcissistic way. And I'm not saying this for myself, but I'm just saying like, say we're all human and no one's got it figured out. 
And I don't think anyone should be seen as like above you or anything like that. People are just at different stages of the journey. And whether you're like 20 years old or 60 years old, a lot can, you know, you could change a lot and do a lot even in just one year, right? So if you're 60, by the time you're 61, your whole world different. And it's just your openness to be receptive to that. And I think just remembering that and actually doing the thing you want to do and just jump, dumping, jumping headfirst into it. It might, might feel anxious to do it at first, but it's completely worth it. A hundred percent worth it. Like when I got into this AI automation stuff, I've noticed that like, like that's how I met Benson and Benson knows people. And like, I feel like my network is just growing so much. And like, I'm talking to people in Vancouver, California, talking to people all around the world and people all interested in similar stuff than me, cool people, weird people in a good way, fun people. And, um, yeah, like no one's, no one's, no one has like this crazy difference to them that makes them so great. I think this, this, you know, secret to being secret sauce to being happy is just doing what you want to do. If you don't know what you want to do, just do something and that will help you figure out what you want to do, but you got to do it. Those are my words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Do I have everything figured out? Hell no. I just feel, I am in a good state right now and I feel good. And if that doesn't work out. I, it's fine too. Like you have to be able to, it's like you hundred percent try your best. And if this doesn't work, I go into the next thing. But even like when I was younger in first, no, second year university, which was six years ago. I don't know. How old am I? <laughs> it was like seven, eight years ago. I used to sell donut pillows, which I think I talked about. And I, I, I said in my first episode, the donut pillows, like helped me import masks into the country because I had to do with importing donut pillows all across the border. Like everything connects. Like I was learning Python randomly through the last couple of years, which is a coding language, if you don't know. And I, I would stop and start and I was getting frustrated and I was not good with math and I, it was just, it was tough, but I still kept doing it. And even if that I didn't quite, I'm like maybe big, mid, almost intermediate at Python, even though like I'm not amazing at it, the friggin' concepts of that are basically the concepts I use for automating things now, like I don't have to code really in my automation. Like I do a little bit, but using ChatGPT, this is stuff, I, the concepts I learned from learning Python has helped me so much today. So, I mean, just do it, just do the thing, learn a skill, just do something, go take a freaking cooking class, go learn how to like shovel mud. I don't know anything. And you're going to randomly meet people by getting out of the house. You're going to learn random things. And it's all going to interconnect somehow. And you're going to be like, wow, who, who knew my like learning to ride a unicycle has now got me speaking to the top unicyclist in the world. And we have a strategic partnership with them. I don't know. That's a really weird example. But yeah, that's my, that's my words of wisdom. And I try to live by those day by day. And yeah, that's a wrap. We're almost at the 30 minutes. Hell yeah. That's the pod. Cool. And I don't know if I'm just going to keep, you know, spinning, spinning things about my life for the next million episodes, but I don't know. I'm going to try to make this as entertaining as possible and maybe I'll get a better production setup at some point. Woo! Right. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>